0: Como estas, mi hermanos? It is I, Michael Hunter. I am coming at you on Sunday, October 7th. It's already October. That is absolutely crazy. Um, anyway, October 7th, beautiful day in the Triangle. Got a, uh, probably a quick show for today. I say that all the time, but then I end up ranting and raving and it ends up being five minutes anyway. Today I'm going to do a little bit of the recruiting rundown. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, For me to talk about today, a couple commits, a couple um, uh, list cuts, and a surprise that uh, actually a couple surprises that uh, that came through this week. And uh, you know, I'm talking about recruiting, talk about uh, Duke's recruiting woes in particular. I'm going to talk about the number 10 team in my uh, 2018 19 projection, which if you listen to Tony Patelis' College Hoop News podcast on YouTube last week, you already know who's coming up. I'm going to talk about the trial very quickly. Um, I have one thing in particular that I need to say about that. And I'm also going to give you my ACCBR uh, All-American picks for the upcoming season. So we're going to step outside the ACC a little bit for that. And, you know, I'm Michael Hunter. This is ACCBR. So jumping right into things, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Allison Chains, my favorite band of all time. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see them as a kid before Lane Staley died. I did get to see them uh, later on, um, but you know, eh, not not the same, but still very good. Um, Duvall is a tremendous lead singer, and actually Cantrell uh, took over a lot of the uh, a lot of the singing that I saw during during the show that I actually went to. Hold on a second, let me get my headphones straight here. Alright, so, you know, Duvall, you know, a hell of a musician, can't trail, hell of a singer But, uh, you know, Allison Chains, my favorite band Anyway, I'm going to jump right into the recruiting rundown One thing I am going to do today as well is I am going to give away the ACBR hoodie uh, I hit, uh, I went to Google, some kind of randomizer And uh, I'm a little disappointed in you guys You know, only five retweets for the sweatshirt You know, that, that, that hurts me, right, right in my feelings but uh, there is a winner. I, I, I chose him this morning uh, via Google number randomizer thing. Um, jumping right into the recruiting rundown, first things I want to get to is a couple of commits this week. Patrick Williams, who's a top 50 recruit, uh, wing player, did commit to FSU, which gives them two wing players uh, for the 2019 class. All the stuff is up on ACCBR.com, or ACCBasketballReport.com. ACCBR.com won't take you there, but you got to type the whole thing out, ACCBasketballReport.com. Uh, getting a lot of content up this week. I am actually no longer with the runner. <laughs> yeah, I put two uh, pieces up for the runner sports last month, and, you know, Georgia Tech orientated there, uh, which, you know, is a dream job for me. It really is. I uh, I put two pieces up for the Runner Sports and I got the pay sheet the other day and on two uh, on two articles for the Runner I made 15 cents. So you know if I'm gonna go out and work construction 12 13 hours a day and come home and 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 write an article uh, for for a website you know baby's got to get paid and 15 cents for the month that that ain't that ain't gonna get it done. So I am no longer with the Runner. I'm going to concentrate my efforts on slap the sign as well as accbasketballreport.com. <clears throat> So for all my content, you know, go go over to those two sites. and That's where the majority of my stuff will be from now on. Uh, Patrick Williams to FSU. I already mentioned it. Uh, Quincy Garrier, I guess is how you pronounce his last name. You know, it's funny because I've been watching this kid for a year now. I really like uh, Quincy G. I'm gonna call him that so I don't butcher his name again. Is it? It's got to be Garrier, right? Well, he's from Canada too, so. You know, who knows how they pronounce it. But he, he, this is a kid I really like, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody actually say his name, so I don't really know how to pronounce his final name. Much like, uh, Adiese Tony from, from Pittsburgh. Kid that's really talented, but I never heard anybody say his name, so I don't really know how to say his name. Uh, anyway, Guerriere, uh, Jesus, I just butchered it even worse. Uh, cut his list to, to three Syracuse, Oregon, Illinois. Right now, you've got to think that Syracuse is probably the favorite. Um, he is. I believe, taking an official to Oregon next week. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, you know, this is a kid that I, re- I think he's ranked 117th in the country by 24-7 sports. He is a really talented kid, a kid that fits that Syracuse system perfectly. Uh, if Syracuse lands this kid, that's a that's a huge get for Beahan. James Wiseman names his final five of uh, Florida State, Memphis, Kansas, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. He will visit FSU on the 25th of October. I really don't think FSU is actually in the running for this. You know, he says all the time that it is not a two horse race between Memphis and Kentucky. I still think it is. I've seen some, seen some talking heads, some pundits, some guys that know more than I do say that Kansas has a real shot here. I, I think FSU is running fourth or fifth right now, but if they get this kid on campus, there's no telling what can happen. Stan Jones, Carlton Young, Leonard Hamilton, these guys are top-notch recruiters. There's no telling what can happen if they get this kid on campus. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know if he's going to get any better, But he's the number one player in the 2019 class. I I will never rule out Carlton Young. Carlton Young is one of the best recruiters in the entire country. And I would never bet against him. Unfortunately, right now, I I think the odds are against him. But I would never say that he's out of the race. Wendell Moore will make his decision tomorrow. Wake Forest, UNC, Duke, and NC State are his final four. I think Duke gets off the schneid on this one. If they don't, if he ends up going to North Carolina or NC State, which I think... er, er, you know, I give it 70, 70% to Duke, I think. I don't even know what the crystal ball is. If I uh, if I go ahead and pull that up, which my computer's running like shit right now. But uh, I, I got to believe that that Duke is, is firmly in the lead. I think that uh, the Duke insiders also are, are are pretty confident when it comes to more. They were the most confident of all the players that they had been chasing when it came to more. And pulling up 24/7, yeah. Duke is 100% in the crystal ball right now. So, and if you look at when the when the picks came in, uh, Jerry Meyer was back in April. I don't see any recent. Oh, okay. Uh, one guy, uh, Alec Kinski, I I don't know. He's an EYBL recruiting analyst. Put his pick in three days ago for Duke. So, you know, Duke looking like uh, looking like the front runner here. We'll uh, we'll see. What is going on with this nonsense? Bear with me. Okay, there we go. So, <clears throat> Adam Rowe, you know, back in April, put that in. You know, yeah, A- Andrew Slater is the one you want to watch. Back in April, hasn't changed it yet. So, you know, Andrew Slater is the guy, one of the guys, Jeremiah, Andrew Slater. Uh, Chris Fisher, obviously Evan Daniels These are the guys that you want to pay attention to on the crystal ball You know, Andrew Slater Put it in, in April, hasn't changed it yet I, I, I'll i roll with Andrew All the time, so I expect Wendell Moore To commit to Duke, but crazier things Have happened, uh, a la Kevin Knox a year ago So, uh, Syracuse lands a center in John Bull Ajok Ayok. I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name And I'm, I apologize to all these guys But you know, your names are difficult to, to, to pronounce, and that's all there really is to it. This is a guy, I don't really project him as <clears throat> any kind of star. He's a great quality depth guy, I think, good size. I can't find a whole lot of video on him, unfortunately, but this doesn't take Syracuse out of the running for. Ayok uh, Aok or or any of the other bigs they may be chasing. I think or I'm sorry Ayok Ayok is is the six ten center that they're currently recruiting, who is a fucking block machine. But um, it doesn't take him out of there I, I, out of that running. I think Ayok Ayok is th- the future starting center of Syracuse, and this guy is a quality backup that will that should fit that system perfectly. Uh, you know, def- defense first. They're looking for anchors in that system while Beheim feeds his guards, and they're a pretty. Perimeter orientated team, so Syracuse kicks off their 2019 class uh, with a center. I firmly believe that Joe Gerard III will be joining him uh, next week. I believe he's going to commit. He, you know, he announced a couple weeks ago that <clears throat> he's ready to make his decision. He only visited two schools; those being Boston College and Syracuse. Syracuse is the hometown team. I thought Michigan was firmly in the lead, given the relationship that John Beilein has. With uh, Joe Girard Jr., uh, Joe Girard Jr. obviously being Joe Girard III's father, and they uh, Jr. actually played for um, for Beeline at uh, the D two school or D three NAIA uh, Lemoyne, I believe was the name of the school. But it, it it's if you don't take an official visit, I I think you know it's very unlikely that kids commit to schools that they don't go on an official visit to. So Boston College, Syracuse, those are the two schools that got the official visit. I don't see any official visits scheduled between now and the commitment. So I'm going to say that Syracuse is firmly in the lead here. You're going to get yourself a hell of a shooter, a hell of a score. The kid can just flat out score the ball. Anthony Harris commits to Virginia Tech right after an official visit to Duke. And... You know, Buzz Williams has to feel good about that. You know, Anthony Harris is one of the best, if not the best, recruit in Virginia. Keeps the kid home. He was clearly a uh, a backup plan for Duke, I believe. uh, After missing out recently, I'm going to touch on that just a little bit. But you know, Virginia Tech has to feel good about fending off the uh, the Wolves or the Devils, if you if you will, uh, to keep a hometown kid in the state of Virginia. Big Wigan. He's a good defensive player. He's a good kid uh, on the perimeter. You know, Virginia Tech's gonna lose a lot of kids to graduation this year, and possibly the draft if you uh, <clears throat> if you count NAW. So you know, Ahmed Hill, Justin Robinson, possibly NAW, uh, Ty Outlaw. All these kids are probably gone after this year. Uh, you know, this kid's gonna step in and and provide that backcourt depth along with uh, Wabisa Beattie. So you know, they're gonna have a hell of a defensive backcourt between Harris and Beattie next year. Damn, that, that's a that's a damn. Damn fine defensive backcourt that they have. I don't know if they can score all that well, but we're gonna find that. Out. I really liked BD coming out of, out of high school. I thought he was you know a fast break you know uh, kid that could really score the ball well. Didn't show a whole lot last year. Uh, maybe he expands his horizons a little bit this year. Probably the biggest news in the ACC as far as recruiting this week is Jalen Lack committing to North Carolina State. This kid fits this system absolutely perfectly. He's a he's a high impact guy from 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 the jump. He is a hell of an athlete. He had a knee injury, which which held him back a little bit in his earlier years, but has absolutely blown up in in the last year. Or so, uh, you know, he he chose NC State over Kentucky. You know, all the blue blood schools. This kid is a huge get for Kevin Keats. He's gonna step in, probably play the the off guard position. Um, you know, opposite Mark L. Johnson in Johnson's senior year, but I think he'll probably take over point guard duties in, in his sophomore season. But this kid is phenomenal. Go to ACC basketball report, check out my write-up, check out the video I posted of this kid. He is absolutely awesome. And and one one funny thing, if you will, if there's a video on YouTube of current Georgia Tech point guard Jose Alvarado in a in a street ball game as a charity. A charity contest, I believe, for Carmelo Anthony. There is a video of Alvarado actually bouncing a basketball off a kid's head mid-dribble, and that kid that he bounced the ball off—that kid is Jalen Leck. So if you can, if you can find that video, I'll, if I'll find it, I'll tweet it out. It's it's pretty funny. But so there's a little history there. There may be a brewing rivalry uh, between the Yellow Jackets and the Wolfpack. Uh, that was it, it was quite the rivalry back when um, uh, when Julius Hodge was at. At NC State God I, I don't know If any any You know Fan You know Any fan base Actually hates A player as much As Georgia Tech fans Hate Julius Hodge Including myself I just Oh the kid was just ugh, Makes my skin crawl uh, Speaking of Georgia Tech Robbie Barron Actually spurned uh, Georgia Tech In favor of Northwestern This week 6'10 power four. This is a kid That Georgia Tech fans Really wanted to see Come to Atlanta Unfortunately He's headed to Chicago So You know Fans still waiting for Josh Passner to land that guy. You know, Passner has done pretty well, but the the roster is is pretty pretty thin right now, and we need that guy. So, hoping that Marcus Watson commits soon. Orlando Robinson will be committing soon as well. Uh, Robinson is a heavy Oregon State lead, so lean I should say. So, you know, I don't I don't think there's good news coming there, but. Stranger things have happened We'll see how it goes down I'll, you know, continue to give you guys recruiting news As I see it And, uh, you know, I'll continue to share One thing in particular that I want to talk about is Duke's current recruiting woes uh, You know, Scotty Lewis commits to Florida Brian Antoine commits to Villanova Josiah James commits to Tennessee Anthony Harris just, uh, you know, rebuffed them in favor of Virginia Tech. Isaiah Stewart currently looks like a Kentucky lean. Cole Anthony looks like a UNC lean, but he's going to be a springtime decision. So, you know, you never know how that shakes out. Joe Girard is about to commit. Like I said, he did not take an official visit to the Durham. So I, I don't even know if he has a committable offer from Duke. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Does Duke swoop in at the last second like they did last year with Jordan Tucker? And try to scoop up Joe Girard just to get this this class started I, I put something on ACC Basketball Report um, A couple weeks, ago, well no, shit Shit, almost two months ago now, probably six, seven weeks ago About the potential of the 2019 class when it comes to Duke And the, the five guys that I put on that post As far as what that class could look like Which could be possibly the greatest class ever assembled in my opinion Was Louis, Antoine, James, Anthony, and Stewart Okay, right now it looks like they may get one. They you know, they still have a shot at Anthony, I think, but you know, you got to consider him a UNC lead and he's going out to Oregon here pretty quick and he still got Kansas and Georgetown to go if you believe one of the reports that I saw from the news and observer. So yeah, Duke right now, you know, they're they're feeling the loss of Jeff Capel. I think more than anybody ever anticipated. I think John Shire was always seen as a really good recruiter and they just aren't getting it done right now. You know, they're really missing the duffel bag boy and say what you want about Jeff Capel. Uh, I haven't seen his name come up in the Southern District of New York trials. I, you know, not that it, I I don't know if it would anyway, but you know, he got it done at Duke, and Duke may have to, you know, Coach K may have to look at changing his philosophy a little bit and go back to the Chris Carowell, Rashawn McLeod, Nate James, Chris Duhon-type players, you know, these three-, four-year guys uh, for, for players because right now they just aren't getting it done on the one-and-done market. Meanwhile, Cal Perry is, you know, while he, he's actively taking isaiah stewart from duke i think right now you have to consider kentucky the favorite to land isaiah stewart who by the way posted uh, a workout picture video something on twitter the other day oh the kid is made out of brick and mortar he's gonna step in with an ncaa ready body might be one of the best big men that kentucky's had and maybe since anthony davis just the, the kid is just i mean he's a house and he's going to get in there, and he's going to be dominant in the SEC. He's going to, at the very least, he may lead the conference in rebounding next year. Uh, it, it's incredible the shape that this kid's in, and and these kids don't even look like high school players anymore. They look like full grown men with the nutrition, weight programs, and things like that. It, it's absolutely remarkable what kind of shape these kids show up in and are absolutely ready to play. So look for Isaiah Stewart, uh, probably at Kentucky next year. I think i you know, I might be going out a little early on that. I think he's going to Kentucky. All right. The trial You know what? I'm not going to talk about it You know why? Because nothing is going to change Nothing Absolutely nothing People are just going to find a new way to cheat If the NCAA actually acts on these findings I'll be shocked Okay Now one of the new rules that has been enacted Or put in place by the NCAA Is that they are able to use evidence that is obtained by other law enforcement agencies. Now, I just I just misspoke because the NCAA is not a law enforcement agency, but they can use evidence that's found by police, FBI, you know, this investigation and use that to determine, um, you know, any repercussions uh, against programs that that. You know they can use it as evidence to punish other programs. Okay, will they do that? I have absolutely no idea. The fact that Mark Emmer isn't even in the Southern District of New York courthouse for these hearings tells you how seriously the NCAA is currently taking this shit. It's absolutely ludicrous that Emmer isn't even there. That that's they have zero interest in punishing these guys. You know, maybe you know, I, I you gotta feel bad for like a school like Creighton who. Is playing the same game as everybody else But they're low-hanging fruit right now Okay, you're not going to see You know, people want to see this Dana Altman thing About, you know, Oregon offering money I, I highly doubt Dana Altman Altman is going anywhere Somebody's going to take the fall for him You know, whether it be uh, You know, as a, a grad assistant Or assistant coach Or his compliance officer Somebody else, okay Because what was Oregon before Dane Altman got there? Okay. They were fucking terrible. You know who ran Oregon before Dane Altman got there? The same guy who is running um, Washington State. Okay. And I can't remember his name. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to do two things at once and it's just going terrible for me. Uh, Ernie Kent. Yeah. Ernie Kent ran Oregon for years before Dane Altman got there. And actually, if you look at Ernie Kent's record, it's not that bad, but, yeah, you know, Oregon fans don't want to go back there. Okay. Dane Altman's four times the coach Ernie Kent is. You know, he's Washington State's one of the worst power six programs in the entire country right now. Dane Altman's not going anywhere. Okay. Mike Boynton may go somewhere. You know, that was 150K. Oklahoma State's paying, I just said that I wasn't going to talk about this, and here I go. Oklahoma State's paying 150K to kids, and they still didn't land him, which is even better. <laughs> oh we offer you 150k yeah but i'm still in oklahoma so probably not i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to louisville you know depaul depaul is proving that they're just inept i mean depaul is cheating and they're not even getting players and they still can't win so not only is depaul one of the worst jobs in the country one of the worst run programs in the country they're one of the worst cheating programs in the country so dave leto he just can't win he's not a good coach nobody wants to play for you sorry how many how many players in the last three years have committed to depaul and then immediately decommitted and gone somewhere else did the check not clear Is that what's going on here The Paul checks aren't clearing The duffel bags aren't showing up Somebody needs to get a hold of Jeff Capel So they can uh, streamline their duffel bag Their duffel bag uh, <clears throat> Organization Because cable has got it down Cable's going to have this pit program back in three years Mark my words Just how he's not being mentioned in these trials Is absolutely crazy Now alright I'm going to move on I don't, I don't want to talk about this fucking trial all right, this week, if you follow me on Twitter, at Pico36 on Twitter, you may have seen that I released my ACCBR All American picks. Which, you know, I saw some stuff, you know, earlier this week. Lindy's, I think, released theirs. You got Kyle Guy and DeAndre Hunter from Virginia on the first team. You fucking crazy. Kyle Guy is not even a first team ACC player, he's a very good player, okay? Phenomenal, shot maker, knockdown guy. One of the best players in the ACC. No, there's absolutely no denying that. I caught some heat from Virginia fans for putting him at number 12 on the returning players list. That's where he belongs. You cannot tell me that you would rather have Kyle Guy than Temple Gibbs or Marquise Reed. Okay? If you put Cam Johnson on Virginia, he's a better player than Kyle Guy. I'm sorry. He just, they do more. Kyle Guy shoots the ball, he's getting better defensively. Now, if he steps out this year, scores 18 a game, plays phenomenal defense, does more than just shoot threes, okay. But, there's a direct correlation between the way that Virginia plays basketball and Kyle Guy's ceiling. So, if you now if you take Kyle Guy and you put him on NC State and you let him run, he might score 30 a game. Then I'll put him at number three. Okay, I'll bump everybody back and I'll put him at number three. He's still not better than Kai Bowman. He's still not going to put up numbers like Luke May. But if he did that, sure. 13 points a game doesn't make you an All-American. I don't care how much success your team has. DeAndre Hunter is a lottery pick. But... He's not gonna put up the numbers to 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 make him an all-American. First team All-American. My first team All-American, ACCBR All-Americans, are Tremont Waters, LSU. You ever seen the kid play? I don't know if you have. I have. He's fucking incredible. Okay. 16 points, six assists, a couple of rebounds, a couple of steals. Every game shoots 35% from deep. As a freshman, a true freshman. Okay, that's an all-American. Okay. LSU is going to be very good this year, bringing in a ton of talent with Javante Smart, Nas Reed, uh, Emmett Williams, and Darius Days. Tremont Waters, his number, his assist numbers, at least, are going to go through the roof. He already averaged six as a freshman. He's going to average eight, eight and a half assists, and he might get 17 points a game. He's going to be the best player on a team that's going to be really good this year. LSU is going to be phenomenal this year. My off-guard selection is Carson Edwards of Purdue. You know, there's a kid that scored 30 in a game last year, scored 40 on the road in a game last year at Illinois. Now, Illinois is not very good, but still, college players that score 40, yeah, okay, I'm going to pay attention. You know, last year plays like a senior, and he's only a sophomore. kid's only a junior this year. He's absolutely incredible. You know what you're going to get from him. He only scored in single digits three times all season last year. He's just, he's a machine. He's steady. He's a kid that I would choose to start a team with. Given the opportunity to start with a guard of any other team in the country, Carson Edwards is going to be a top three pick for me. Love Carson Edwards, love his game. My third selection of the ACC BR All-American, Dietrich Lawson of Kansas. You know, the Memphis transfer going to Kansas. This guy's going to be surrounded by quality depth, quality talent. He's going out there, he's score 18 a game, 10 rebounds, you know, three assists, a couple blocks, a steal. You know, he doesn't shoot very well. You know, thirty percent. It was it was a little low. I think it was actually like twenty-seven in his last year at Memphis. But he's a volume shooter. He gets hot. He can get hot in a hurry. There ain't a single guy that can in the country that can guard this kid one-on-one. Deidre Lawson, possibly one of the most talented players in the entire country. He's going to be an All-American this year. Uh, You know, fourth Luke May. You know, you can't make an All-Americans list without putting the ACC Player of the Year on that list. Luke May is going to win the All. You know, the ACC Player of the Year. He's going to be first-team All-ACC. He's going to be an All-American. He's going to win fucking Gatorade Player of the Year or Budweiser Player of the Year or whatever it is. You know, he's going to be on the Naismith list as the College Player of the Year. You can't make an All-Americans list without putting Luke May on that list. And my final pick for ACC BR All-Americans is Mike Dom from South Dakota State. You know, have you seen the kid play? You know, it's, it's difficult to see him play. But, if you know, ESPN, the ESPN app or ESPN3 or whatever – Get on there, watch South Dakota State play. This kid's 6'9", 250, shoots the ball from deep at 43%. Scores from all over the court. He's not the most fleet of foot, but he puts up massive numbers. He's a double-double machine. He makes South Dakota State viable. He makes them respectable. They're going to be in the tournament. They were in the tournament last year. He's going to be... I don't want to say he's a lottery pick. He's an All-American. He's the example of a fantastic, a great college player. I don't know... How that correlates to his success in the NBA? He'll be in the NBA, but I don't know if he's got the quicks. I don't know if he's got the God. I hate to say quick, uh, quick twitch shit. I don't know if he's got that. He can shoot the ball though. He can shoot the ball from anywhere. If he's inside half court, you got to guard him. It's unreal. But those are my five. Tell me a five that's better. You know, Tremont Waters could be the weak link on this, but I'm I'm taking him. Kid's clutch. Kid's got big titanium balls shoots the ball well as a freshman. He's gonna make LSU a tournament team this year. So Tremont Waters, Carson Edwards, Dedrick Lawson, Luke May, and Mike Dom. those are my all-American picks for this year. Go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. And tell me why. Don't just get on it, don't just get on Twitter at Pecon36 and say you're wrong. Okay? Don't do that. Tell me why. Tell me why you're wrong. Okay, Twitter's a bad enough place, a hard enough place without being trolled. And I'm kind of a lunatic, so Trolling me, I may go off the deep end before I realize it And I've been ranting for Jeez, a solid 25 minutes now And I need some water Hold on, I'm a little bit hungover Sober October did not go well for me Had a hard day at work yesterday Came home, Evan Williams kicked the shit out of me Alright, number 10 ACCBR, preseason projections Number 10, if you listened to College Hoop News podcast on YouTube last week You know who it is, it's Boston College Okay, Kim uh, Kim Christian. <laughs> Jim Christian entering his fifth season as the head coach of the Eagles has a record of forty-eight and eighty-three. I, you know, I I think I forgot the zero eighteen season. Was that was that him or was that Donahue? I gotta look. But what a terrible record! I think Jim and I think and I'm a, a Jim Christian apologist. I think Jim Christian's a good coach. Uh, we're gonna talk about it a little bit here, but you know, fifth season forty-eight and eighty-three record. That's that's Buzz DeLack. That's Danny Manning territory. And they were actually thinking about getting rid of him. So it appears that Boston College may have a more, uh, a more, uh, a more better, a better athletic department than Wake Forest does currently. Because right now, it doesn't seem like Wake Forest has any interest in getting rid of Danny Manning. But, you know, Jim Christian is definitely on the hot seat. Last season, they finished 19-16, 7-11 in the ACC, finished 12th. He's got this program heading in the right direction. Unfortunately... Um, You know he's starting to lose some of the guys That are getting the ship turned around Jerome Robinson went to the NBA Averaged 20.5 points per game last year 24.3 points in the ACC It's incredible You know who saw that coming Nobody if you say you did you're a liar Uh, Also lost Deontay Hawkins Who was an Illinois State transfer Averaged 12.5 and 9 Rebounds in 8 games before getting injured Last season he decided to pursue a pro career Instead of returning to the Eagles That is a huge hit Deontay Hawkins comes back this year. This is an, uh, an NCAA tournament team. Jerome Robinson comes back with Deontay Hawkins this year. This is a number five seed in the tournament. These guys are really talented. I, I you know, you know, you almost I, I try not to root for anybody else in the ACC because I'm obviously a Georgia Tech fan. Now living in the Triangle, I fucking hate Duke. I hate North Carolina. You know, they get away with so much shit. So I end up being kind of a de facto NC State fan, which. You know Tony Patellas gives me constant shit for, but I want to see Boston College do well. Of course, I'm I'm a kid from New England. You know I'm from Northern Maine. Which by the way, somebody walked up to me the other day and said, "Oh, you're from New England." I'm also from New England. I'm from New Jersey. You're you're not from New England if you're from New Jersey. Okay, New York, Connecticut, none of that shit's New England. Okay, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts—that's New England. That's it. If you're not from there, you're not from New England. Okay, if you're from south of there, you're from the Mid Atlantic. Deal with it. I, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway. I'd like to see Boston College do well. The worst thing they ever did, like uh, Tony said on his podcast last week, is fire Al Skinner. It was crazy. The the program has never been the same since Al Skinner was there. He won. He pulled in recruits that 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 fit his system, his flex system, and you know, not a very exciting brand of basketball. But at, that program has not been the same since Al Skinner left. <clears throat> Actually, Al Skinner hasn't been the same since Al Skinner left. But anyway, uh, additions, Jairus Hamilton is a 6'8 small forward in North Carolina, ranked number 75 nationally. This kid's going to step into the three. He's going to bump Jordan Chapman to the two. I'm going to talk about him in a minute. Uh, Winston Tabs ranked uh, the number 26 combo guard in the country by 24-7 sports. He, you know, he's a shooter. He's... I I don't know if he is he's he's not a guy that's gonna step in and, and take Jerome Robinson's place obviously twenty four points a game give me a break but uh, he he has potential to be an impact player as maybe a sophomore junior I don't think you're gonna see a whole lot of him here this year given um, Boston College's backcourt players but uh, you know he's an interesting player he's got to keep your eye on for sure and then Chris Heron Jr is a two star guard he two star guard he's not a two star god. Okay, that would be crazy. Um, obviously, Boston College would be better than 10th if he was a two-star god. Uh, son of former Boston College Fresno State uh, guard and Boston, actually Boston Celtics guard, Chris Heron, who, which by the way, if, if you've ever read Chris Heron's book, it's incredible. Um, tells his story about you know heroin addiction and, and his, his journey through basketball. Chris Heron is a really polarizing, polarizing guy. Uh, a guy that, you know, I'm not going to say I admire because he's a drug addict, but... You know, his story is very interesting. I really liked watching him play at Fresno State as well. I think he played one game at Boston College, uh, 14 points or something like that, and then he was gone. Just a guy that's really struggled his entire life. You know, I admire him for... I believe he's kicked now. I think he's been clean for a really long time now. But, uh, you know, had a a really hard life. If you know the area of Massachusetts that he came from, um, you you certainly know some of the struggles that, that he may have had. Massachusetts is... It's overrun with heroin pills shit, like a lot you know coming from Maine a lot of the stuff that's happening in Maine as far as pills and, and, and heroin and stuff like that a lot of the stuff has matriculated up. Is it, I don't even know if I use that word correctly. Uh, has come from Mass, you know, Lynn, Massachusetts, and Fall River, shit like that. I think actually, I think uh, Chris Heron is from Fall River. But um, anyway, his kid going to Boston College, so kind of a legacy. We'll see how it works out. If he's half the player's old man was Boston College, got a steal. So you know, Heron may have been a heroin addict, but he could also play some fucking basketball. All right, so five reasons why I have Boston College at number ten on the pro side. Kai Bowman. It's, you know, Kyle. he may be the most dynamic player in the ACC You know, 6'1 guard, averaged roughly 18-7 Rebounds 5 assists per game last year He is, you know, I get him set as a dark horse As the ACC player of the year I don't know if he's really a dark horse I think the only reason he's a dark horse Is because Luke May seems to already have the award sewn up Now, we saw last year that Miles Bridges was He was going to dominate college basketball. He was, let's give him every award. You know, preseason All-American college player of the year. That's why they play the games, people, because Miles Bridges Bridges was horrifyingly disappointing last year. Okay, Now, do I expect the same from Luke May? No. Uh, You know, Luke May's got a a more complete game than Bridges. He's obviously not as athletic, but I think Luke May is going to put up the numbers that we expect. He's going to be a 17-point, 10 rebound guy with a couple assists, he's gonna shoot 38, 40% from deep. You know, he's he seems to have these awards sewn up. If he doesn't, if if you gave me Luke May or the field, I'd probably take Luke May. But if I'm betting on the field, the next most likely guy is Kai Bowman. Now, Boston College may have to have some success in order for Kai Bowman to actually win the award because I don't think, you know, Jerome Robinson didn't win it last year, but he did get some respect last year. So, you know, right now, Kai Bowman is a dark horse only because Luke May seems to already have the award sewn up. So Kai Bowman is one of the reasons why I have this team ahead of Miami. I have them ahead of Louisville. Okay. I, I think Boston College has some potential here. Bowman may have to put up better numbers than he did last year, which is actually, you know, as ludicrous as that may sound. He can actually do it. You know, this is a kid that could score 25 a game while still getting, you know, five assists a game. It's, it's absolutely possible. Uh, another pro and a reason that I have Boston College in the middle tier of the ACC is the return of Jordan Chapman. Now, at the end of last season, I thought that Chapman may, you know, may pursue. A career overseas. Okay. He may go G League or, and eh, eh, probably not a G League player, probably an overseas guy if he was to pursue a professional career in basketball. Chapman's one, you know, he's one of the best catch and shoot guys in the entire league, maybe in college basketball. Um, he, he's also one of the most experienced guys in life in the ACC. This kid's 25 years old. Okay. He's not actually a kid. This guy's a full grown man. Okay. Jordan Chapman at twenty five is out there playing with with kids that are eighteen in the ACC. You think he doesn't know some tricks, okay? You don't think he's going to get the best of these kids? Sometimes he's going to get one over on these kids. And as a leader on on this Boston College team, you know, a guy like Jarius Hamilton coming in, Winston Tabb's coming in, his 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 experience in life is invaluable. It's it's incredible. He's going to be able to help these kids. You know, hopefully, but then again, maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> You know, he's 25, he's married, he's got a kid. He just wants to go home to his old lady. You know, I don't want to spend time with these 18-year-old kids. Give me a break. But at the same time, you know, he maybe will help these guys get acclimated to the college game a little bit quicker. And Jordan Chapman is one of the reasons that I really like this Boston College team. Expect him to put up... Some pretty good numbers uh, from the two-guard spot. So I think he slides right into that Jerome Robinson role. He's not able to really get his own shot like Robinson was. You know, you're not gonna see him going to the basket a whole lot. But as far as catch and shoot goes, with Kai Bowman going to the hole and kicking out to him in the short corner, it's money in the bank every time, baby. Uh, number three out of the five reasons that I have Boston College in the top ten is the development of Nick Popovich, Stefan Mitchell, Lucas Krajovic, and Vin Baker Jr. Okay. Mitchell last year was very good. Um, set records as a freshman for Boston College as far as rebounding goes. I thought Popovich stepped in nicely when Hawkins went down. Um, I think you know, a, a year older, he's going to be a player, a solid big man in an ACC that lost a lot of quality big men last year. You know, Popovich this year instead of going up against Ben Lammers he's going up against Ad Gay. Okay, instead of going against Omar you're Seven, he's going to be against Ian Steer or Wyatt Walker. Okay, You know, Ike Obiagu, no longer there Obviously, uh, JCMK is still there Did I say that right? JMCK, sorry, at, at Florida State You know, there's no Marvin Bagley There's no Wendell Carter You know, Nick Pavlovich could legitimately be One of the most productive big men in the ACC I say that laughingly I don't really expect it to happen I think he's more of a, a back uh, a lower tier guy, but you know, nine points, ten points, six rebounds a game last year. You can't you can't sneeze at that at that production um, from a perimeter orientated team. So you know, Baker, uh, Mitchell, and kraljevich were all freshmen last year. Kraljevich is a really good uh, you know rebounder, and given more time and opportunity, I think he can be a, an impact guy in the glass. Baker is more of a versatile guy. One of these guys is going to pop this year. Um, I, you know, obvious, the obvious answer is Mitchell, which he's going to have to step up his scoring. I think he only averaged seven points last year, but did average nine rebounds as a freshman. I believe eight and a half, nine rebounds last year, which is fucking crazy for a guard. I think he's only six, six, but you know, there's a lot of production missing given that Robinson is gone. Uh, Mitchell's going to have to step in and take some of that. Um, Popovich may have to step his game up. I I, I like Baker. Baker may be a really a, a surprising kid. You know, he's got the pedigree. His old man was a hell of a player. So if they can get production out of one of these kids, if Popovich can be a rebounder, if Baker can be, you know, something, then I, this front court could be something. I, I like Popovich more than most. Which again, if you listen to College Hoop News podcast that I was on last week, I, I did the rundown for all these teams. Me and Tony talked for almost two hours. Jump on YouTube. See, uh, you know, College Hoop News Podcast Give that a view uh, We we just broke down the ACC We left, you know, no child left behind there uh, Now, four and five are the cons The reasons that I don't have Boston College any higher Number four is defense Okay, Boston College doesn't play any They never have Under Christian, they have finished 234th, 304th, 139th, and 197th In opponents points per game In the four seasons that Jim Christian has been in Chestnut Hill I don't know if they got the scoring this year to withstand being a bad defensive team, you know, and, and it's not that I don't know. They don't. They don't have the scoring. Okay, They're I don't think they're going to put up 75 points a game like they did last year feels like a 69 70 point per game team. Okay. And if they don't play any defense, they're not going to be number 10. They might not even be number 11. Okay, They'll be surpassed by Louisville and Miami. They need to play some kind of defense this year, and I don't know where that's going to come from. Jairus Hamilton has the makeup to be a very good defender. I just, you know my rule, okay? Freshmen don't play defense. So you're not going to be able to lean on that kid. You know, Kraljevic, not a great defender. Popovich, not a rim protector. Stefan Mitchell may get some time at, some, at the three and the four. Uh, he's not big enough. To defend the post, okay. So defense is you know the big ugly elephant in this room. I think Boston College has some upside this year, but they're gonna need to play some defense. And the last reason why I have Boston College in the top ten and, and instead of higher in the league, I have them at number ten. Also, a con: Can Hamilton step in and and give them some sort of offense that was left behind by Jerome Robinson? You know he's a smooth player, okay. Really good at getting to the hole. Big body player. He has an ACC ready body, okay. He's a thick guy. He kind of slithers in and out of the lane. I don't know about his shooting ability. He doesn't have a like a load up, but he his his shot takes some time. Um, you ever see? Uh, probably not because they were terrible. But you ever see Chris Bolden for Georgia Tech? A few years ago, they had a a shooting guard that came in with Marcus Georges Hunt and Robert Carter. Okay, Bolden was a hell of a shooter. Came in with a reputation as a knockdown shooter in high school. But his shot took forever to get off. And he really struggled at times to get that shot off. Now, if he was wide open, short corner, had some time to get set up, he was a great shooter. Unfortunately, he just... It took so long to get off that he just he wasn't effective. And Hamilton has a, a similar setup. I don't know if he'll ever be a knockdown guy in the ACC. Now, 6'8", 210, something like that. He's he's a kid that, you know, he gets downhill going to the hole. He can be an effective player. But I only see him being a 9, 10-point-per-game uh, scorer for Boston College in his freshman season. You know, that leaves 15 points on the board. Some of that's obviously going to be absorbed by by Bowman who's going to be a shot taker but Bowman's efficiency is obviously going to go down this year. So if Hamilton somehow bursts onto the scene, scores 14 15 points a game, I think Boston College could go dancing this year. I think more likely they are in a, a national invitational tournament and an IT team and you know that's that's pretty damn good. That's that's better you know, I think Jim Christian continues, continues to turn this this ship around. I, I worry about Boston College next year because Kai Bowman's obviously going to go to the NBA after this year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm higher on Boston College than most. A lot of people have Miami. A lot of people have Louisville ahead of these guys. You know, Boston College is a pretty popular pick at number 12. I have them at number 10. So, the hoodie. Now that we've wrapped that up. The winner of the hoodie. And again, guys, come on. Retweet this show. Okay, retweet my stuff, let's get it out I want to be the destination for ACC basketball news That's where I want to be, that's what I want to give to you guys Okay, the winner of the hoodie is Will Ojanin And I know that some of you guys may think it's a setup It's not a setup, okay, there's only five people Will was one of them, Will is a buddy of mine You've heard him on the show before Well, actually one of the most popular episodes that we've had on ACCBR So, Will Ojanin, I will reach out to him I'll get that sent out Um, You know, and you guys need to do better You know, that's all there is to it I may give the other sweatshirt to my mom because I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't see the response that I wanted to see. So now you guys are gonna have to wait for the next time. So I'll get a hold of Will. We'll get that out to him. Congratulations to him. You know, do better, do better, guys. I want, I want to keep giving you guys stuff. I want to keep getting the word out about ACCPR. But you guys need to, you guys need to do your part as well. So I can keep giving you this, this good content and these, this quality shows. All right. Don't forget like, rate, review, share, retweet. Do whatever you gotta do. Get the word out. Leave me some five star reviews. You know, you guys can say whatever you want about me. You can attack me in the comments. Just leave a five-star review. And maybe we'll do a giveaway that uh, the most the most impressive insult on the iTunes rating system gets a shirt. Okay, I got some t-shirts on order, so we'll get that shit out to you guys as well. So, Will Ojanin gets the hoodie. You guys have to wait for the other sweatshirts because I think my mom's getting the other one. And I kept one for myself because I'm a greedy fuck. But, like, rate, review, share. This has been the ACC Basketball Report. I am Michael Hunter. Remember, do not look for me on the runner anymore. I resigned my position there. 15 cents ain't going to keep Pico happy. Okay? Look for me on Slap the Sign today. I am going to release my recruiting rundown for the Irish. And, you know, jump on ACCBasketballReport.com to see any additional comment. I've been putting shit up every day trying to get you guys the news that you need to know what is going on in this conference. Enjoy your football. I think Frank Gore has a big day today. Later.